now listening to the Outsiders of Horror podcast. And hello everyone and welcome back to another, I mean another fun-filled episode with your two favorite motherfuckers, aka me, the best, Brian the director, and my scrawny, redneck, uh, no-sex, drunk-riddled, fucking, no-liver-eating, cocksucker friend, Faye. How you doing? There's, there he is. There's the farmer. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I was wondering how gentle you're going to be, and not at all. Yeah, you I mean, I was that hemorrhoid. <laughs> you know, you are the hemorrhoid to my life. If, if, <laughs> if, if I had cancer, you to be it. You are the ball on Joseph's ass. Uh, oh, no. Oh, too no. Soon? Hashtag it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, the last couple episodes, I've just been like... So, been trying to be so pc it's it's so fucking tough i was trying not to shit on you i was just trying to be nice trying to be like i turned a new leaf well i did it's a new leaf and now i'm back to say fuck you <laughs> there we go now the new leaves are growing in you're gonna it's gonna be the same yeah yeah so you, you, i mean you, you know the you know rhythm rhyme it's bobsled time you know how we operate so later on we'll talk about the uh the smash hit of nightmare no no, I know what you're thinking of. It's not that place in Vegas. It's actually <laughs> Nightmare Sisters. <laughs> we are back. <laughs> we, we we are back in full erect. <laughs> Holy. Oh, that's. Oh, that was my dick. <laughs> well, no, that, that is not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's up, buddy? Hello, everybody. Uh, for, for those who, uh, who are not watching at this time, Faye is uh, currently wearing a Oklahoma Thunder. Uh, jersey right now in hopes that his team will once again be uh, put into the playoff the playoff picture, which they won't, and if they will, they lose. So either way, he loses. <laughs> yeah, the time of this recording is right before the, the big game. If we win, we're in. If we lose, we go home, and I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna to rage, and I'm going to break some shit. Either way, yeah. whether we win or lose, because I'm going to be happy or, or sad, but I'm going to break some stuff. Limp biscuit style, baby. Yeah. Oh, I need a stuff. red New York Yankee hat so I can be Fred Durst. I was Fred Durst for Halloween one year. I know that's not my <laughs> best Halloween costume ever, but <laughs> I, I, I think at episode eighty-five, I thought I like to think that uh, those who have listened in years past, who may no longer listen anymore, and if they still do, they probably know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Not, it's not past, 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 past costumes. From the yeah, 90s. It, it, it'll it'll get us canceled, and uh, I like to think we've survived. Yeah, cancel culture is cancel stronger culture, than yeah. ever yeah, these yeah. days, so we got to be careful. <laughs> I mean, there was a time where, like, you thought that intro was raunch. Like, I used to be, like, I was beyond beyond the raunch spectrum. <laughs> right. Oh my god. Yeah. When I when I go through old episodes of review, I'm like, God damn, how 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 we got away with this. Yeah, I don't know. Some people thought it used to be funny, I guess. And then other people just thought I was making fun of you all the time. But I mean, it's, I guess it's false. <laughs> <laughs> there was that split in the crowd where people thought it was funny, and the other crowd was like, stop picking on Faye all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But th- then I think as time went on and they really got to know you as a person, they were like, you know what, Farmer, you're doing a good job. I'd be like, you know, thanks. <laughs> you're doing society a service there. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you would have done society a service if you gave the fan club a drink at Texas Frightmare instead of big leaguing them two years <laughs> running. 
You know uh, what? You know, I, I, just, you know, no, 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 no. My, my play is I give somebody else memory away. <laughs> my episode is I. My episode. My play is that I give somebody else money and then they buy them the drinks, and it's still from me technically because it's my cash. Yeah, but it's it's you know it's just it's not the same. I I remember specifically many years ago they were like, oh, is that you play from YouTube? Play all day, all day. You gotta get us a drink. I was like, oh boy, if there was ever yeah. a sea donkey in the ocean, boy, you found not one but two. <laughs> I know, like when, it, when I started this YouTube thing and then the podcast thing, I was like, man, it's gonna be cool if somebody like recognizes me outside or gets excited to meet me. It wasn't that type of people that I was hoping for, though. That's very rude and mean of me to say, but it is what it is. And, yeah. And they still show up every fucking year. Yeah. They, we they had a nice hangout with them last year. <laughs> you know what? I thought they were lovely last year. I thought they were great. They were sweethearts. We made them they go were, sit with they, Colonel. They were very nice. <laughs> we made them R- sit with R.I.P. Colonel. the patio at the hotel we will never go to again. I know. Hopefully they have some kind of cool patio area this year. Probably not. And I'm not going. So this will be my first Frightmare not going in quite a few years. Mm. Yeah. I'll be going be in Abby and Colonel. Yeah. Good old Red Deck Cures. Yeah, you know that... Uh, I didn't know. I try not to talk about TFW as much, but you know it does come out. But I, uh, it uh, it went downhill. I, uh, yeah, this uh, this year is ass. <laughs> it's a whole new location, though. Huh? So this year's TFW though is a new location, much bigger, more room. Not gonna be butt fucking everybody. I mean, I know it's at a convention center, but even with that said, like you would think, you you know, you'd bring out the all stars. They brought out one big gun. And then everybody else is, as uh, Lloyd put it, air quotes, fan favorites always requested. Oh, I didn't know Bonnie Aarons was requested all the time by the fan base of Texas <laughs> Frightmare. That is maybe news he, to me. He tried too hard for it to be completely different. And so now we got all these people from shit that nobody really cares about. Like, you got the most random people from fucking Christine. Like, it's just bizarre. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a weird reunion. I do appreciate like, the Killer Clowns reunion. That's a nice full reunion that they have going on there. Yeah, I mean that that's a good one. I don't, you know, that movie's not for me really, but I mean, I I, I get it. I mean, good right. good for them for doing that. But I mean, the, the guest list goes beyond that. I mean, Prey was cool two fucking years ago. I mean, who wants? Who's really excited to meet the cast of Prey this year? <laughs> well, that Amber Mid Thunder chick, she's she's cutie pie. I'll be, I'm happy to meet her. You know, I, I, I don't know if anyone else called this, but he, he did emphasize the uh, the mid thunder. He was, <laughs> yeah, well, because you know, they want they want you to know that they had hired actual Native American Indians for this role. It's where their names are even like mid thunder and rolling lightning and all that whatever <laughs> shit. Yeah, just like uh, just just like uh, Jamie when Jamie goes, they, you know her 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 Indian name. She you got know, an Indian name. Yeah, I mean, she's full Indian. Do you know what her Indian name is? No. Akuna Kuna. Oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah. I can, I, can, I can see why she goes by Jamie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Akuna Kuifa, <laughs> Leatherfoot. Yeah. Akuna Kuifa. It's not really, but it just sounded good. <laughs> I was going to say, damn. That's like a just a nasty pussy fart. Yeah. <laughs> so... you, you, hear that? you hear that, Jamie? <laughs> Says you're a nasty pussy fart. <laughs> the, the name, not 
her. So, well, she is too, you know. Miss, I get to fucking go to all the premieres and hang out with all the celebrities and meet cool people and sing because I have a good voice. So, right. Yeah. When I mock people, that's just because I'm jealous. Yeah. Oh, look at me. My name's Farmer and, and, you know, and, and I direct yourself. stuff. I, 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 do. I direct stuff and I, and I, and I put together wrestling shows. And <laughs> hey, 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 hey. hey. <laughs> Listen, you fucking blizzard motherfucker, right? And, and, and I complain about lineups because they're not tickling my pickle. So I'm going to rage. Rage against the machine. Copyright. What are you doing? Nothing. Keep going, bitch. We're doing an episode. <laughs> keep, keep mocking you. Uh, so, well, I mean, because, okay, so we missed last week, and that's that was my fault. It's on me because my dumb ass got a concussion two weeks ago. And that story right here, it's story time, folks. Yeah, so two weeks ago, so that Friday, we recorded the Ticks episode. Got pretty schnockered that night. Okay, cool. Very next day, it's WrestleMania Saturday. I get up. My brother's already here, picking me up, going over to his house. And, you know, we immediately start day drinking, which uh, you people missed a, a beautiful war of words between my brother and Farmer. Uh, <laughs> to tell the people. <laughs> the, 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 the back and forth. I might just have to put all those videos together and, and put them on the IG for people to see. The, the war of fuck yous between my brother and Farmer. It was very entertaining. They were both getting creative with how they're going to tell each other to fuck you. But yeah, but the point of that story was yeah, there was more day drinking and I, and I ate a little bit, you know. And we did WrestleMania Saturday, and I'm nice drunk, and I stay over there because WrestleMania is two nights. So then wake up Sunday, and we pretty much start drinking again. I I eat a, a, a burger to get myself going, and we're cooking out outside because we finally have a nice hot sunny day, our first like nice warm weather day that we've had since last year. So we're all sitting in the driveway and cooking out, and Abby and Colonel come over. It was great to see them. And they live an hour away from now, so it was good to see them. But my pasty, ghost-ass, fucking Elmer School Glue-looking motherfucker is out roasting in the sun, drinking, not hydrating at all, shit like that. And then we do WrestleMania Sunday night. And then Monday morning, I get up, go take a, go take a piss, and as if I'm as I'm exiting the bathroom, I literally grabbed the sink and I went, uh oh. And that's the last thing I remember before the next the very next thing I, I that I remember is waking up on the ground and looking up at my sister-in-law and her going, You okay? And I'm doing that whole little concussed fucking zombie wake up shit. And yeah, so yeah, I passed out for the very first time in my life, passed out and slammed into the floor. Gave myself a, a nice grade two concussion and strained the muscles in my back and neck and just bruised my spine. Fucked myself up pretty good. And the hypochondriac in me freaked out. I'm like, oh, my God, did, why did I pass out for the first time in my life? Is there an underlying disease? And I'm like, well, I'm then thinking about all the events of the weekend that I just explained. And that was probably because I didn't take care of myself that weekend. And I passed out and slammed into the floor Monday morning. So, yeah, so then last week when it was time to record, I was like, man, I mean, I could do the episode, but it's not going to be good. I'm going to be squinting because my head was still hurting. I, just, I wasn't going to be full fay. So, yeah, we didn't, we didn't record last week because of that. 
And it was Easter weekend anyway, and I was working nonstop. I tested how good my concussion was doing, though, because last week I went and watched Mario 3D. And I almost puked during that movie, but I did not. <laughs> so I was like, okay, my concussion. This is a 3D movie with a concussion, you fucking idiot. <laughs> that, that was going to be Because I was like, it's been five days. So let's test let's test out this grade two concussion. Show. And yeah, it, it, I made it through. It, luckily, it was only a 90-minute movie, but <laughs> I made it. So yeah, that was my first ever concussion. First time I ever passed out. Fuck myself up, so I was like, "Yeah, we got we got postponed another week," and now here we are, and I'm good. It's Yay. good, still hollow. I'm healthy. Hollow, I mean, just like his head. Yeah, my back's still a little fucked up and everything, but I'm good. I'm good to go. This is my actually my first drink in two weeks, so we'll see if alcohol had in fact. If I pass out again, I probably should have baby proofed my house tonight, just to, just in case I'm walking around and I pass out. You know, it it, w- it would have been nice if you did that. You should you should have taken some uh, some some sort of like safety precautions. Mm-hmm. I did not though, so I'm 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 just going in. Classic Fay. That's what that is. Classic fucking Fay. So then, yeah, while I was recovering from concussion, I watched a bunch of random movies. I watched my Easter traditions, which is a bunch of zombie movies, because, you know, Zombie Jesus Day. I'm sure Farmer's got a joke for that. And then I watched a bunch of Dracula movies, because Renfield comes out this weekend. I think I'm going to go see that tomorrow. Because I heard uh, Nick Cage fucking crushes it as Dracula. And yeah, that's kind of been my two weeks. Uh, working, watch movies, and recovering from the good old concuss. Uh, quick, quick, uh, quick segue from your stupid injury into uh, something fun. <laughs> it's uh, six degrees of Nick Cage. Uh, did you know that Nick Cage was supposed to be the original Randy the Ram and the wrestler? I heard something like that. Yeah, he was like oh. in the lineup to be the casted. Okay, Ooh. so. I, I just I just heard this from Nick Cage uh, a couple days ago, and it just stuck with me. So apparently, here's a story for it. Quick, a quick little story. Uh, do do story time. Uh, <laughs> so got uh, so apparently, Darren Aronofsky couldn't get the funding for the wrestler with Mickey Rourke as the lead because he was too much of a liability. So when they couldn't do that, he went to he found he went to his second. His second was fucking Cage. Nick Cage was training with the Wild Samoans in Florida. Uh, he trained with them, uh, and then, but before before he agreed to do the movie, he called Mickey Rourke and he was like, "Hey, they asked me to do the movie. Like, I'll only do it if you say it's okay." And Mickey Rourke told him, "Yeah, it's all good. You can do it." So Nick Cage did it, and then after a month of training, uh, Nick Cage was like, "Nope." I don't like this. And then he called Mickey Rourke <laughs> and he was like, "I'm resigning from the movie. You should try to get your part back." I uh, was like, I saw the training, huh? Yeah, he couldn't handle it, dude. He was like, he, he in the interview I saw, he was just saying that, like, oh, like you know, this this movie's about a guy on steroids. I'm like, that if the, you thought that was the movie, that's not the movie at all, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, like that's not the point of the movie at all. Like, you know, I, I wish I, all those fucking anti wrestling, it's so fake and shit like that. I wish they would just go into training for like a day. And then tell me how fake it feels, you know. Like you know, that shit ain't easy. <laughs> no, it hurts. The, the look car, how, look how retarded to make farmer, <laughs> bro. Three concussions later, here I am. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Three concussions later, but anyway, I just I thought that was fascinating that Nick Cage was supposed to be the original Randy the Nick Ram Cage the wrestler. Is 
pretty fascinating. Like he commits and this Dracula role is one of his like three dream roles. He always wanted to play Dracula, Superman, and there was one other one, but I can't remember. But so well, he he's probably done this one. He almost three. fulfilled this, the Superman one that Kevin Smith was going to direct, yeah. but that fell through. But yeah, no, Dracula, even... <laughs> Nick Cage is Superman. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been cool. <laughs> I would have done that. I mean, it would have been. Uh, do you think it would have been difficult to tell him and regular Nick Cage apart? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> right? Nick yeah, Cage I with mean, glasses as Clark Kent. You yeah, would to tell I mean, the hair is going to be the same. I mean, like his head is <laughs> the whole. He looks like a bird. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, crazy. Mm. Yeah, I've had a. I've had this weird fucking stomach bug. I. uh it like made my kidneys fucking throb. It started on Monday, and then I got vertigo every uh, every day from Monday until today. I still have it, and uh, like my like stomach and my kidneys have literally been hard as a rock, like inflamed like a motherfucker. I went to urgent care on Wednesday, and they uh, they gave me like four different medications to take that I've never even heard of. <laughs> And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, I'm just nervous as shit. Oh, yeah, dude. I was nervous as shit taking them. They're like, this one's for the nausea. This one's for vertigo. This one's for fucking some other stuff for the inflammatory. I'm like, what is all this stuff? And then you combine all that shit. There's no telling what's going to do to your ass. Bro, I started like shaking. I was like a fucking crackhead. (laughs) Yeah, I was. uh, I felt like I feel like one of those heads and scanners. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was, I was, I was on the verge. Thank God my head's big. Did you see you couldn't erupt? <laughs> but yeah, but, you're, that but, was, you're uh, the, but you're on the uphill climb now. You're good. Yeah, yeah. I'm the, well. Hopefully, and I haven't felt as shitty today as I have the yeah the rest of it. So, um, here's the hoping. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, people, we're both a couple of fucking beat down fucking hags. <laughs> you know, we're just fucking beaten and beaten and abused. But you know what? We are here. We are here. We are. We are something. And but we we are not clear. Even though I'm drinking Bud Light, that whole controversy about the can. Yeah. What's what is the controversy with the can? I thought this was Budweiser. What happened? No, it was Bud Light. Bud Light did a can for some popular uh, influencer that's trans. So they made her made her a special can with her image on it. And people reacted like that was going to be like released in stores. No, it's specifically designed for for this person. A little commemorative can for this person. And then they made a can to where it's going to be a bunch of rainbows and it had a bunch of different pronouns on it and shit like that. So then, you okay. know, the uproar because a bunch of the, you know, the old racist whites, they love their Bud Light. And so they had an outrage. You got Kid Rock got a bunch of Bud Light boxes that he bought, you know, so Bud Light still got his money <laughs> that Kid Rock bought, and then he shot it with, with his gun, blew it up, and he said, fucking Heiser, fuck Bud Light, I'll never bring that shit again, I'm gonna sell it in my bar, blah, 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 blah. Him and Travis Tritt and Ted Nugent, you know, the ones that you expect to fucking freak out because their beer is gonna put a trans person on their fucking can. <laughs> yeah. And of course, their followers are like, "Yeah, fuck that." So Bud Light actually did hit a little bit of a hit on their sales because of it, because that is their fucking their crowd, I guess. But it also upselled in areas that where they don't sell a whole lot of Bud Light, so it's a weird balance. Mm. I mean, the crowd is you. 
I got no problem with it. Put what, put as many rainbows as you want on this bitch. It's still the same beer inside the fucking can. They didn't it's change rape. Yeah. They didn't change the beer. <laughs> should put a, they should put a leprechaun at the end of the rainbow. That would have been nice. Right. Yeah. yeah. That yeah I, I thought it was. I thought it was Budweiser that lost like five billion. Wasn't it? It was one of these beer companies that did something. So I guess it was. Well, well I mean, it's the same company, Anheuser Busch. So they're the ones that do Budweiser and a bunch of other. Uh, brands out there like Natty, all that shit. So the natural ice, the fucking the hobo beer of the fucking the the globe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like three dollars for a thirty pack. That's terrible. That shit's disgusting. Mm-hmm. And now I got. I know. I, I know wines. you drank it. I know. I was. Tr- oh, I was yeah. hoping. Yeah, I was hoping you had class, but no. I I remember I took like a couple sips. I was like, nope. It's like fucking turpentine. I'm all set. <laughs> Let's not forget. I live in. Small town Kansas. Of course, I've had these beers. And I, I really, I mean, I have my preferences on my beers that I drink, but really, it was, give me a cold beer, I'm good. And I like them all, like the IPAs and the fucking, all, all the different ones. I, I'm a, I'm I feel like you live in such a small town that there isn't even a liquor store. You have to go to like a gas station to get beer. Is that like, is that accurate or no? Uh, no, we have more liquor stores than churches, which is weird because we're the Bible Belt. <laughs> Apparently the alcohol belt as well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we got everybody covered. We got your your Jesus freaks and your alcoholics. We you are good. Entertainment value? No, we have a, we have a good old bowling alley and we have a movie theater. <laughs> that's it. I mean, that's it. You know, this they do have dart leagues over there. So I mean, yeah, I used to be the president of that son of a bitch. <laughs> oh boy, moving on. <laughs> and our board colonel got first place in the dart league tournament. Congratulations, Colonel. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> the end of the year dart banquet. He got first place. boy. I taught him well. I taught him well. <laughs> AKA yeah. his partner carried him because it was teams. So I was gonna say, hey, yeah, Colonel, you hear that? He said he said he taught you uh he's Andrew Face and he taught you how to do darts and how to bowl. So Oh, I didn't know how to teach him how to bowl. Hell no. That dude's a fucking ace in the hole when it comes to bowling. I got to witness one of his 300s. I leaped up to him like a groupie. I gave him a big old hug. You got 300! Woo! It was fun. Did you they know, like give him anything? Like a free hot dog or something? Like... <laughs> no, nah, just a lot of high fives. But I mean, since it was sanctioned, I'm pretty sure he got like the little the, the pin, the 300 reward, whatever they give you for getting 300s. A dildo, I assume. Gold plated with the fucking 300 on it. Yeah. Yeah, and he's had a, he's had a few three hundreds. I think he, I think he has a bowling ball tattooed on his leg, if I remember correctly. Does he really? Yeah, I don't study his body all that much, but <laughs> I feel like we need to call him on speakerphone for the viewers. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring him on again. He has been a guest in the past. Maybe he'll be a recurring guest, so he can. Explain we might have his... to bring him back. Yeah, <laughs> we might have to bring him back. Is there any bowling horror movies? There needs to, there has to be a bowling. Oh yeah, Sorority Bears and Slime Ball Bullerama, <laughs> which was also directed by the same guy who did tonight's movie. <laughs> Whoa, look at that! Yeah, it's just full circle, man. Just but we already did Sorority Babes, so we can't we can't do that again, unless we get somebody that's on here that's bolted some three hundreds and can tell us the bowling technicality of. Yeah, the but you, oh ho, ho ho! Do I know something that you don't know? The sequel just came out. Did it finally come out? Yeah, I know the Blu-ray just came out. Oh, so maybe that we can do the sequel and have Colonel come on. 
Yeah, now we're talking. Get ready for a uh, bowling edition of The Outsiders of Horror coming soon. <laughs> That's right. What was that movie with Woody Harrelson, Kingpin, or some shit like that? Yeah, Kingpin. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, Woody Harrelson, uh, Bill Murray, Randy Quaid, uh, the chick from the uh, Weird Science TV show. She's, oh she's yeah, yeah. yeah, Angel something. Angels in the Outfield. <laughs> I love Kingpin. That's a great movie. That is a Farrelly Brothers movie. You know, I've never actually seen that. You have? Oh, it is fantastic. So good. So good. You definitely need to watch that. I think you'd like it. It's it's the humor is stupid enough to where I think you'll enjoy it. <laughs> oh, well, even better. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's your bowling experience like? What's your average? You know, I don't really know what my average is, but I've, I, th- I do throw a lot of strikes. <laughs> you know, you bowl 10 games, you have like four strikes. That's a lot of strikes. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, know, you I mean, at least break a hundred, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I could probably, I could probably give Colonel a run for his money if he was, oh, I'm sure. as long as the bumpers are up. Right. Yeah, well, no, I hate the bumpers, but if Colonel was shit faced, maybe and blindfolded, I might have a chance. That's when he's his best. <laughs> That's <laughs> when he's fucking shit faced and blindfolded. <laughs> probably, he'd probably take you up on that challenge too. He's like, I'll blindfold my ass and still beat you because he's just okay. got he's got the muscle memory. He's got it in him. I, I I'll take that bet for a hundred. Okay, next time, next time with with <clears throat> Colonel, we're gonna go find a bowling alley, <laughs> and you guys are gonna. Gonna throw down. I'll I'll throw in that bet. My money's on Colonel. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, mine too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine too. So I'm just gonna cook the books, man. Be be my own bookie. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. So while you've been recovering from this little stomach shit, have you watched any movies? Um, I have. I fucking I've watched a lot of movies. I feel like now. Do I remember all of them? No. Um. I watched the, I watched the the Negotiator with Samuel Jackson. I, I remember that. that movie. Wasn't Kevin Spacey in that one too? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was actually pretty decent. I thought it was going to be the shits, but it was pretty good. Um, what else did I watch? The um, good old Kevin Spacey. Yeah, what's uh? Fucking oh, drawing a blank. See, oh what uh? She's the man. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you're on your Amanda Bynes kick. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have to be. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> have to be. <laughs> Did you ever see uh, Easy A? Yes. Yeah. Oh, she she's so in that. She's the Jesus freak in that movie. Yeah, yeah she was so good. Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. That's a great movie. I love Amanda Bynes. What? Uh- <laughs> yeah, you do. I'm sure you're yeah. sad that you weren't there when she was running around the streets naked. <laughs> you bet your fucking scrawny hick ass I was. <laughs> She, I mean, she walked down the. She was walking down the the same fucking street that I walked down all the time. So yeah, I mean, could have been me, man. Could have been me. Oh, it was, it was in your neck of the woods. Yeah, yeah. Over in California, wow. yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> could have been you, man. Could have been me, man. You know, I've, I've seen horror movies that star like this. I've seen porno that star like <laughs> that too. Porno star like that too, man. Detroit yeah. Rock City. So good. What else I watched? I watched um, Tears of the Sun with Bruce Willis. That's these are some random ass movies. I'm proud of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, uh, like ones out of fucking nowhere. Um, you just like kind of scroll through and like, all right, I'll watch this. Then I watched the uh, the Ring Two. 
The Ring 2. The Ring 2, yeah. Fuck the first one. Well, the um, Ring 2. <clears throat> I watched uh, Ginger Dead Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's a... Uh, Gary Busey. That was uh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and uh, the Gary last Busey one I watched was uh, Contact. Matthew McConaughey. Uh, the Jodie Foster. Yeah, yeah. That was the movie was like fucking two and a half hours long. I didn't know what I was in store for. <laughs> That's the first thing I always check when I'm just randomly picking a movie. I'm like, how long is this motherfucker? And if it's like over two two hours and fifteen, I'm like, nah, I gotta pick a different one. Yeah, so it was on my deathbed watching those. <laughs> All right. No, no Linnea, Linnea Quigley movies. <laughs> or Brink Stevens movies. <laughs> listen, listen. Not a real big Linnea Quigley fan, except for her trash and Return of the Living Dead. That's about it. Um, Brink Stevens was a part of the one of the worst films next to the Pet Cemetery remake that I've ever seen in my life. I believe I nominated for a Dumpsty one year, Slumber Party Dumpster Fire. Um, so. <laughs> right on. Yeah, Linnea Quigley was an overrated pick of the week one time. Because I just nothing against her. I just don't robot I, dick. Oh, I had robot dick. Yeah. Oh well, I said Linnea Quigley was an overrated pick of the week one time. If you're gonna she do, was... can you at least do it semi right? Overrated pick oh, of the week. <laughs> overrated pick of the week. There we go. Ow, that kind of hurt. There, there <laughs> See, you know, just you know, if you're gonna do something, do it with a purpose, man. <laughs> my bad. My bad. But I mean, you know, it's nothing against her. You know, I don't hate her. I just, she's never appealed to me. I don't understand. I think that just the fandom is because she's been in every single one of these B 80s trash movies that, <laughs> that she was in. She had a couple I, I do of wish I said, I wish I saw her workout video though. <laughs> oh, some fucking one of those companies that, that finds these gems and re releases and they're doing the Lynn Quigley horror workout movie or whatever. So. Yeah, I think it's you know, like Arrow. It's not, it's not an Arrow video, but it's something like that. I think. Yeah, it's one of those companies that they're they're doing that. So I'll begin. I don't know. I'm gonna have to pick that up. Yeah, not maybe. Are you? Well, uh, so you're not really a Linnea fan, though, huh? No, no, and I'll get more into that when we talk about these three girls. Ooh. Okay, perfect. I'll get, I'll get more into that, but we're at the halfway point here. Figured at the halfway, halfway point. Halfway point would be a good time to do a commercial break because I got to pee. <laughs> and I say the halfway. Can we at least can we at least do it in fucking unison? Can we do it like on the count of three and just do it halfway? <laughs> okay, one, two, three. Halfway. halfway. Oh yeah, that was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yep, songbirds. <laughs> but here's a here's a clip from the blast in the blast in the past. Do you want? Okay, I, I'll give you the episode number. Do you want a clip from episode thirty five or a clip from episode sixty two? The lower number. <laughs> the lower number thirty five. Okay. Yep. This is a this is a clip from our thanks killing episode. The very first time me and you were just the the the, the twosome. When nobody else showed up. This is the very first sample uh, that everybody got of the Fay and Farmer show that ended up being the Outsiders of War. So, yeah, here you go. Two minute clip. Be right back. The Naked Pilgrim. Did you know about her? She has an awesome film, uh, filmography. Did you know about that? 
Mm-mm. Okay. Um, so her name is Wanda Lust. Uh, she played the Naked Pilgrim. She was awesome. Thanks, Killing Three is the Naked Astronaut. <laughs> um, but um, I'm pretty sure like one of these movies she was in was nominated for an Oscar. I think. Um, I'll read off a couple of these titles. Um, Cock Smoking Grannies. Um, <laughs> older Women, Younger Men, Eleven. Um, Dirty Jokes, the movie. A lesbian Milf Two. Um, Milf does a body good. Two. Um, and then she was in another. <laughs> Uh, he's what was that last crushing one it with his cat. Uh, the last one. <laughs> Hold on. <let's> see. <laughs> the, uh, the the last one was a kick-ass chick, seventy-five big booby milfs. <laughs> God. So yeah, Academy Award type shit. What's yeah, that? yeah, gobble gobble, motherfucker. Yeah, no, it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> What's that award show for the adult films? I can't remember. I don't know. They're they fucking have, the awards. One. Yeah, they have a major one every year, though. And they, like, all get into their best dress and go in this fucking convention area and just hand out awards of, like, Oscar with a boner or something like that. I don't know. And, like, people cry and, like, oh, my God, I can't believe I won an award for this film that I did That where, you know, she takes, like, two dicks and shit. But... Two dicks, one chick. Yeah, it's crazy the porn industry that how they take themselves that seriously too to where they have to have an award show. Yeah, but no, I wouldn't be surprised if 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 fucking if that kid Jordan Downey who created Things Killing, if like if he had thirty five hundred or someone came to him was like, hey, here's thirty five hundred bucks, like make make a feature, and he was like, fuck it, I've only made short films at this point, so I'm just gonna make my feature no matter what. Like I know it's gonna be shit for this budget, but whatever, I'm gonna make something. Right. And I'm, I bet that was what it was. I thought it was. I'll get into my review later, but yeah. And we are back. <clears throat> that was a clip from episode 35. The very first time the Fade Farmer duo ever happened. <laughs> Good old Thanksgiving episode. And Farmer just going off on the Jordan Downey guy. Because he made a movie for 3500 bucks that ended up being a, a cult hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's just me hating, and that's all. Right there, you go. Still trying to achieve that status. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Until then, though, you'll hate the others. Yes, yes, yes. That's I mean, that's the name of the game. <laughs> oh, sweet baby Jesus, sweet baby Jesus. I'm glad I picked that one. That was a good one. Oh yeah, yeah. Thanks, killing. No, no, no. The, the the uh, out of the two you gave me to pick, I uh, I'm glad to pick that one. <laughs> well, we'll see how how we flow. We might have to do the second one. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we are back, and tonight we're talking Nightmare Sisters from 1988, right? Uh, you would be correct. Seems like 88 was the year of Linnea. She was in I could see that, like 87, 88. Yeah. You realize how tiny she is. She's a tiny little microscopic thing. She's like this big. Are her boobs real? <laughs> Do you hope they are? I don't. I don't know. I couldn't tell. Like every time I watch a movie with her in it, I'm sitting there trying to figure it out. <laughs> <clears throat> you know what? Because every movie she's in, her boobs are there. So are Linnea Quigley's boobs real? <laughs> is there a Linnea Quigley movie where she doesn't show her boobs? Well, apparently there's a boobpedia, of encyclopedia of Linnea's boobs. <laughs> <laughs> of course there is. 
I guess we could see if they've grown over time. <laughs> if they've drooped over time. I mean that too, yeah. I don't know. And look at I mean, these you... three actresses, no. though. Like, none of them have aged well, I'd say. No. No. Maybe uh, maybe her the worst, maybe? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. But I mean mm. let's let's talk some nightmare sisters. All right. Let's 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 get into it. Let's get into it. Because right off the bat, okay, because Farmer picked this son of a bitch. I did. And and I had no idea. And Right off the bat, we had Omar the fortune teller, who was hands down <laughs> the worst fortune teller I've ever seen in cinematic history. I mean, that that depends. And that's how the movie starts. And I'm just like, God damn it, Farmer, what'd you get me into? This is going to be the biggest shit show I've ever seen in my fucking life. And just the, <laughs> the banter between the two and how the girl is just getting suckered in to give this guy the money. And it's this weird, like, five-minute fucking dialogue of these two going back and forth. And then all of a sudden, the arms come out of the little globe and rip dude's head off. And then I got happy about that, because I'm like, fuck Omar. And fuck his fortune-telling. Would you Would you be a good fortune-teller in a movie? <laughs> oh, let me tell you a future. <laughs> but first, give me $40. Yes, yes. <laughs> but give me the gold watch first, though. Right, and then I'll tell uh, you if your husband's dead or not. Uh, the guy who did the guy who was Omar, he uh, he did the theme song for the movie. Did he really? That was his band. Yeah. Wow. The Succubus song. That was his band. Yeah. <laughs> his band's called The Haunted Garage. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. I still don't like his fucking fortune teller gimmick, but <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Wasn't the best song in the movie, though. Best song no. was Linnea Quigley. What is that? Santa Monica Boulevard, right? Something Santa Monica like Boulevard, yep. Yeah. She's playing the guitar with her titty hanging out. <laughs> I mean, now that's a fucking song. It is catchy. It was stuck in my fucking head after I watched it. That or the, the just the clip of her boob hanging out? <laughs> no, nah, because I mean, we've, we, we have Linnea's boobs memorized by now, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I... I feel like her nipples look different in Return of the Living Dead, though. <laughs> Return of the Living Dead, she had to wear a weird, like, cod piece over her vagina for some reason. They had to, like, yeah, cover her uh, vagina. Probably for the distributors. Probably. Because they were actually trying to make something of that movie instead of just straight to, to video. Yeah, like just straight, like, schlock for schlock's sake. Yeah, it was. The, I don't know if they were intending on being a B movie. They were actually trying to make a good movie. <laughs> So how was the audio on? Because you watched the Vinegar Syndrome release. Did they make the audio better? Because the audio version that I watched, it was very off. Like it would either be very loud and then it would be really quiet. Oh, no, this 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 is perfect. Oh, so I'm glad they fucking changed it. Because the version I watched, the audio would be really loud and really quiet. And I spent five bucks on the high dev version, but apparently I didn't spend enough for the good audio quality of it. Yeah, no, I, I had I had no problem with the uh, the audio or the uh, or the video quality of this. So, is there a synopsis for this movie, by the way? Like, what what's the back of the fucking VHS case say? <laughs> you know, I I might have to look that up. But it was uh, <laughs> this really... movie came out on June fifteenth, nineteen eighty eight, directed by David Dakota, written by Kenneth J. Hall. 
I will. Uh, I'm gonna see if I can find the VHS cover or the or the DVD cover, and just see if the, it says anything. Just the <laughs> synopsis of it. I just want to. I want to know how they describe it to lure people in, because there is no plot to this movie really. It's about sucky. I mean, that's you know that's, 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 I mean that depends on how you're looking at it. I don't know. And I just corrected myself from saying sucky buses to sucky bye because the fucking nerd in the movie corrects the dude in it. He's like, it's it's sucky bye. Not sucky buses. And I didn't know the male so, version was called Incubus. I was like, I know that band. <laughs> I Incubus. I didn't know it was a male fucking succubus. But uh, while you're doing that research, okay, so we got the three girls in their nerdy form, like their 80s stereotypical nerdy form. We got Lene Quigley with the fucking buck teeth and that nerdy ass laugh. And then we got Brink Stingens as Marcy, which is, you know, the big old glasses, hoarder, buying everything from the flea market type of character. And then we have, what is her name? Uh, Michelle McKellen is the third one. And she's supposed to be the fat one, which their whole. <laughs> to make her look fat was just like they layered her in clothes like like Joey from Friends. Uh, they gave her a fat suit. It's the worst fat suit I've ever seen. It literally yeah, looked like they, they like a put a moo on her and then just like stuffed a bunch of towels in there and shit and <laughs> tried to make her look fat. It didn't work. Either way, I yeah, love, the, uh, I, I I thought all three versions were attractive. I like nerdy girls apparently. <laughs> like no bullshit yeah, the, uh, hands so, down. Go mm-hmm. ahead. No, no. Did you, you find first, the synopsis? Sir. Oh, I was just going to talk uh, about this is this is my favorite Linnea Quigley performance of all of her shit. No really? Bullshit. Yeah. Of, of everything she's done. I haven't seen all of her catalog, obviously, but from all, all that I've seen, that this is my favorite just because of her buck teeth, nerdy performance, her loving boys, and the tran- and then transformation into normal Lene Quigley and, and the performance of the song. And I'm just like, Lene Quigley is actually entertaining me in this movie, surprisingly enough. So I yeah, this is my favorite Lene performance. <clears throat> yeah, the what's the, what, yeah, what's the description here? Let me call a movie trailer guy. <clears throat> uh, not really. Um, a three-plane-looking <laughs> sorority sisters uh, decide to host a seance and invite their boyfriends to join the fun. But when Omar, a mystical shaman, suffers in their crystal ball and tricks the girls into touching him, <laughs> they're suddenly transformed into ravishing succubi, determined to suck more than just souls. Will the guys be able to stop the madness before it's too late? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hearing that, I'm like, okay, yeah, that that was that was the movie. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, that was they. <laughs> you know, they didn't lie. <laughs> so, what you what you think of their nerdy form? I uh, didn't mind it. <laughs> didn't mind it. Didn't mind. You know what? No. Something that impressed me though, and that always impresses me in movies. I've always been impressed with the the single take, the single long take. I've always found that interesting. Like ever since I saw the movie Clerks, when you can just do one take with a bunch of dialogue in it, I'm always impressed with that because it takes a lot to memorize a bunch of shit. Mm. And they had that scene where they're sitting on the couch and the girls bought all the shit, and they're just, the opener they're just, after the cold open. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they're just yeah after that long ass cold opening, and they're, and they're just in there talking, and I and I just it just dawned on me like, man, this has been one single take, and 
they didn't stutter or anything. They they were they were good. Yeah, you yeah. notice how they, they didn't even change angles either. They just stayed on that med- on the medium wide the whole time. The three right frame. Do you yep. they did that? What? Uh, I'm asking. Do you know why they did that? No. Uh, the answer is because they shot this entire movie in four days. Oh. All at that and house, had, pretty much. They had they had no time to do to do different takes. Uh, that was actually uh, David Dakota's house that they said <laughs> it was the director's house. They used like two of the crew members' houses for this uh, for all of it. So I'm pretty sure that wasn't even like written dialogue. They were like sit there and and talk to each other as these characters. Well, no, it, it's no, no. I mean, they there was a script. Kenneth J. Hall wrote the script, so I mean, like there is a script for it. Um, right. but yeah, no, the, the whole thing was shot in fucking four days. They, uh, what, what did I read? Fucking Dakota and, uh, who else? Who, who made, who, who, who put, who put this out? Who, what, like what company was this? I don't even know if an actual company did or not. That's why it was so easy for vinegar syndrome to pick up and, and release. Yeah, probably it's like, it's not even fucking listed. Sorry. It's so like a Dakota shit. Yeah. I was, uh, I was reading about on like the, uh, well, hearing about on the special features. Uh, they were talking about how it was shot in four days and how they just finished a movie right before this. So they used the production insurance for that movie because it had four days left and shot this movie on that movie's insurance. <laughs> oh, so this is like leftovers. Like we're going to make a movie out of these leftovers that we have. And I mean, essentially, came, yeah, yeah. Out, out came Nightmare Sisters. Out came, yeah. I mean, this that wasn't even the initial movie uh, title. The, what, uh, what was it? Uh, Succubus Sisters. Succubus Sisters. Well, I can see why they changed that. That's kind of a too many S's there. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a sense. tongue twister. Yeah, yeah. Succubus Sisters. Nightmare Sisters. Pretty. Uh, going back to your earlier, uh, your earlier talk, is there uh, out of the nerds? Was there was the one that you liked the most? <laughs> yes, sir. Which Marcy, one? the glasses, Brink, Brink Stevens. Oh, you like her? Huh? Immediately, I was like, "That's I called dibs on her. That's the one I want." <laughs> I called dibs on her. I called dibs on Marcy. <laughs> <laughs> And funny enough, like I've always heard the name Brink Stevens, but I never like knew who she was until I watched this. And I was like, oh, so this is Brink Stevens. And then I looked her up and I saw her catalog of movies. I'm like, okay, I need to watch some of these movies. Because this movie did make a fan out of me for Brink Stevens. Now I'm gonna have to check out the rest of her catalog. Really? See, I for me, can you think can you guess who I thought was the best one? Yeah, Michelle McClellan. The, the heavy set one, <laughs> Michelle Bauer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michelle Bauer. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. noticed it's credited two different ways. She's yeah, Michelle it's McClellan she got divorced. And and, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then now she's Michelle Bauer. Okay. No. Yeah. Well, no, she was always. Um, I think she was always Michelle Bauer first. Yeah. Oh. So well, in the yeah. credits in this movie, she's Michelle McClellan. I remember because I watched the credits to see who played which character. So uh, she went through a couple names, uh, Michelle, M- M- uh, whatever you just said, um, Kim Bittner. And then in her porn career, she was Pia Snow. <laughs> Pia Snow? Pia Snow. Yep. Um, she starred in a, <laughs> such such hits. Uh, maybe you've seen them on the uh, the Oscars as Cat Flesh. <clears throat> um, Night Dreams. Bad Girls. 
bizarre people. Uh, yeah. Oh man! So Her that was first non-porno movie was now, the tomb. We're doing full circle on listing porn movies that these people. Did. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's it, man. We're <laughs> Camden. That's awesome. All right. Yep, a P.S. No, baby. P.S. No. Yes, no. See, I have no idea who she is. I've never heard her name or anything. This is the first thing I've ever known of of Michelle Bauer. She was in a movie called Night of Living Bades and uh oh, she was in Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. Never seen that, but I've heard of it. Oh yeah, yeah. Did oh, she was that? the Sorority Babes in the Slime Ball Bolorama. She was in that too. I say Brink was in Sorority Babes. And so wasn't Linnea. Oh my god. This is a sorority babes reunion here. Okay, so I'm I'm noticing a theme that David Dakota actually this makes sense because Helene Udi, my friend from uh, My Bloody Valentine, she's in a bunch of David Dakota's movies, mm-hmm. um, and all these girls are always in his movies. <laughs> they that must makes really sense. like him. I'm sure they're the cheap hires, I guess, for him. You know, they're just the uh, ones you can depend on, right? Um, Hey, it works. Okay, so uh, you should look up the uh, DVD cover to Cafe Flesh because I think you're going to want to buy that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Who's in that? Uh, Michelle Bauer. <laughs> Michelle Bauer, Cafe Flesh. Huh? Cafe Flesh, yeah. I'll have to... <laughs> you'll you'll <laughs> have to see I'll, the cover. I'll write down the title right now to make sure I remember. Of Cafe course, yeah. <laughs> for science, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for you know, science purposes for for the show, you know. I'll get back to y'all next week on my cafe flesh experience. <laughs> we'll see how fleshed out you get. Um, <laughs> let's see what else, what else did I, I get from the? Oh yeah, so when they used the the production insurance was on another David Dakota movie called Lady Avenger. <laughs> nice. Um, also, star Michelle Bauer. <laughs> uh, the movie was shot in thirty-five millimeter. That's why it looks pretty. Um, shot in four days. Um, and it took the writer 11 days to write the script. You know, that's pretty impressive that they got. Okay, it was leftover fucking insurance money. He did the script in 11 days. He shot it in four days. You got to fucking feature link that out of this. Yeah. That is now... I, I wrote down, like, I wrote down something about that, Here's... like, that opening scene. Uh, it was like this opening scene in the living room bedroom. You couldn't really even fucking tell what it was because it went on for so long. I forgot where I was. Uh, like half the dialogue, like it wasn't even good, and that's being generous. Uh, all the dialogue was cringe, like mega fucking cringe. Why not change angles? But now I understand it because they had no fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Like, okay, this movie did lack on the deaths. Every single death was a blowjob death, pretty much. Yeah, they'd show feel? their teeth, and then they'd go down and blow, and then they'd turn into smoke. <laughs> that that, that I mean, was the kills of the movie. I mean, how, how does how does that make you feel knowing that you know that that could be you? You could be next by a succubus. Well, it sounds like I'm going to live a long time because I get no blowjobs or any kind of sexual activity. I'm I'm going to be right on this planet with cockroaches and share. It's the last ones living, and Flavor Flav and Beetlejuice. So this movie ran about 80 minutes. So, you know, that's close enough. But obviously a good 10 minutes of it was these girls randomly bathing each other after they transformed into these these babes. (laughs) That scene was something else. 
<laughs> what did you think of that bathtub scene? Because that, you know, it wasn't like a quick little 10 second hitter. Like that thing was like, no. fucking four yeah, like or five most movies. Minutes. Yeah, because there was literally, it had nothing to do with the plot or anything. It didn't build up anything and take anything away from the movie. It was, it was literally, okay, well, now we're transformed. Now we're going to go uh, take a bath while these nerds try to have morals and try not to touch them because I don't know what happened to these girls. We're nerds. We have morals. But yet they're looking through the peephole too. So you got the nerds looking through the keyhole. You got the jocks looking through the window. And then we have 10 minutes of these three girls in a tiny ass bathtub bathing each other to some weird ass song. And it's just, I, I don't, I don't know how I felt about that. Cause I'm like, okay, yeah, I've seen these girls naked. Can, can we, can we get to the, to the next scene here? I mean, this is, this is nice. I mean, I, I think I was just intrigued by uh, by um, Brick Stevens who like kept like bending over for someone to like tap her in the butt, like while she was fucking like. In the, I know. Like, I think she wanted like more play out of the other girls. Like, hey, she let's did, spice right? this up a little bit. But yeah, you you caught she's that like, too, man. right? Yeah, I was, I was yeah. like, I think I think she's like wanting these girls to like play around more, and like, of course, Michelle Bauer, fucking porno star extraordinaire over there with her fucking big bush. Don't think yeah, I you think the porn star would be down for that, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe that tan was just too much. That tan was way too fucking much. Jesus Christ, she was fucking tan. Yeah, like it, uh, bitch was dark. <laughs> yeah, and I like my girls pasty. So even post transformation, when they turn into these hot girls, I still pick Brink Stevens. I still pick Marcy. You still I pick the girl next full, door. Full, right? full dibs on the on the petite little fucking girl next door. Yeah. Listen, when I when I when I saw Michelle Bauer those chips, I knew I was in love. <laughs> <laughs> He's in love. What I love is that neither one of us are giving Linnea the love. <laughs> I'm like, I'm Brink, you're Michelle. Linnea, how you doing? Keep yeah, moving. Yeah. I mean that's the <laughs> I mean, who you calling? Who you calling ugly sperm breath? <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh my god. Yeah. And the, and the dialogue in this movie was just, was just so much fun. Like the, these the, these one liners were. Just, I mean, that was my favorite one liner. Who you calling ugly sperm breath? <laughs> <laughs> I should have wrote down some of the random lines that got me uh, either chuckling or going, "Oh, okay." But now here in the the like, backstory of you know. Four days, eleven days, and all this shit. I'm just like, okay, I, I makes it makes sense to have a, a ten minute bathtub scene, and uh, and then I'll randomly have a music video moment with Linnea Quigley doing her fucking song with the guitar for some unexplained fucking reason, with her titties out, of course, because you for that to happen, huh? Like, <laughs> yeah, there was no reason for her to break out into a song like that, <laughs> like. Like, is this, is this their attempt to lure these guys in to do the whole sucky bus murder? I mean, because they were already lured in. I There's think so. Maybe it's just like the, the succubus ritual, maybe. Maybe. I don't know, but Brink Stevens also doing the fucking little pigtail and lollipop thing. I'm like, ah, lollipop, pigtail, Brink. That's the winner right there for me. <laughs> I guess let's play Twister. <laughs> yeah, I want to play Twister. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what did you what did you think about the uh, uh, you know once the once the <laughs> the crystal ball when the fucking succubus comes out again? Oh, the succubus puppet. <laughs> that that was that's when I was like, okay, this this is the end of the movie. This was this was a fun ride. I don't, yeah. I don't know what I don't I don't know how to feel about this. So like it looked like 
Like maybe somebody like Jim Henson with Down syndrome created this puppet. <laughs> that wasn't even supposed to happen. They they didn't have anything. And then the writer, he's also a special effects guy. He had a leftover puppet from a different movie. And he <sighs> was like, he was like, if I just paint this white, we might be able to use it. And then uh, what say, they, in the if, shot, they took the puppet and they shoved it on a stick. <laughs> that explains the angle, the weird angle yeah. that it was at. Yeah. Where yeah. it just like oh, still got like a haunted house attraction, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's on the sea stand. It's just fucking chilling. And then uh, the writer is the one when the arms move. The writer is the one moving uh, the arms around. Nice. Yeah, but when I think succubus, that is not the image at all that I think of. Is that weird ass poltergeist puppet looking fucking thing? What'd you think of the the priest that was pissed off because he didn't get any royalties from the Exorcist? Yeah, I thought, that, I thought that was a really funny bit. That was funny. Um, yeah, I, wish I enjoyed that dialogue. <laughs> you know, I, I wish they had like Dick Miller in that role. That would have been fucking way better. That would have been a perfect Dick Miller role right there. That really, yeah, good call there. That is uh-huh. totally Dick Miller right there. Yeah, I'm just fucking jaded and fucking angry and over it. Yeah, like <clears throat> that, that guy was not given the best performance of his life. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Dick Miller would have made that memorable ranting about the exorcist. <laughs> yep. Uh, That's fun. That's fantastic. I mean, o- overall here, we're getting here to, to the end of the episode. Um, when you picked this, I was like, okay, I got my lighter ready. I got my side of the dumpster. I'm, re- I'm ready to reignite this bitch. But, and then when I saw the the uh the the fortune teller at the very beginning i lit my lighter i'm like okay next scene here we go i'm about to torch this bitch but no i mean i like i like these kind of movies to where they're so bad that they're good but like i think those are very hard to find because there's there's a lot of really bad movies out there that people enjoy and i'm just like no that's that's just bad i don't know i have a special so bad it's good category and I think this one falls right into it. Like, it's not a good movie by any means. This Nightmare is not a good movie by any means. But I never got bored with it. Like, I I was glued. I never picked up my phone to check fucking social media or anything like that. I was glued, just wondering what kind of dialogue was going to come out of the mouths. What was going to What was the next scene going to be? I was ready to write down what's your favorite death, but all the deaths were the same. <laughs> it was all teeth, blowjob, poof, smoke. <laughs> Probably on the same shot. They probably never changed the lighting. It was just all in the same spot. Just had the girls bend down. Yeah. Oh, and I did write down a quote. I said, uh, throbbing pythons of love. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I wrote down that quote, but that's a quote that I wrote down. Oh, and I love how they destroyed the, the, the little orb to kill it. They, these nerds that are not jocks did a callback play to a football play that they learned. You know, that football play. (laughs) <laughs> and then they hike it and throw it, and the dude throws it out in the yard and breaks, and that's the end of it. <laughs> All you had to do is like take a hammer or whatever and smash it. But they had to, they had to do this whole football routine. Fucking loved that. So I, I loved the dialogue. This was my favorite Linnea Quigley performance. I am a Brink Stevens fan now because of this movie, and I can't wait to watch more of her shit. <clears throat> Definitely pick her out of these three females. I uh I didn't know much about Michelle Bauer, but I uh, see now you're looking up her catalog. <laughs> I I came I came for Nightmare Sisters, and I left with Michelle Bauer. 
See, so we're both walking away fans of something because of this fucking shitastic movie. Yes, yeah, I'd say we're pretty much there, my man. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I can't give this a high rating because it is a shit show of a movie. But like I said, I was purely entertained just from the disaster of this movie that it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> I, I got to give it the uh, forbidden farmer rating of a four. I got, I got to give it a four. I did, I did enjoy this. I cannot light the dumpster on this one. I had fun with this movie, and I, I'm sad that the slip covers that you that you got on your Vinegar Syndrome that's all sold out. I really want that, <laughs> but I still might pick it up. I still have to, I have to buy that. I didn't. I did have fun with this movie. I would not recommend it for other people. I do not recommend it. Yet, you know, but I enjoyed it. I had fun with it, and I'm I'm glad you picked this shit show. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I picked it too because I've had it for like three Texas Frightmares ago, just sitting in my closet. So yeah, then you, know? <laughs> you finally bust out, and you don't yeah, regret yeah. the purchase, huh? Um, I mm. didn't say that. Okay, well, let's <laughs> get to your uh, your review here. Yeah, um, you know some some of these shots were just a little little too fucking stale for me. Um, but surprisingly, I I really liked it. <laughs> what is going on here <laughs> um i i have to give this movie six take my texas longhorn out of my pants out of ten <laughs> you gave that a six i gave it a six that is a high farmer rating you never rate that high i know i know wow nightmare sisters gets a six i hope this episode has people judging you on your ratings, sir? <laughs> How far can so they too. trust you on your ratings? Should they listen to your ratings? Like, oh, Farmer Gabe, this is a low score, so I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. Maybe, but you know what? Uh, if you if you count the number of boobs in the movie, it's six. It's six. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, that was our review of Nightmare Sisters. What a uh, review it was. <laughs> yeah. Turned out better than I thought it was. I thought we were just going to have a fucking hate fest and we were going to just completely light this motherfucker on fire. But no, turns out we both enjoyed the shit out of this movie. The dumpster is safe for another week. Yep. 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 Uh, next week, it's looking like we're going to uh, go from the 80s to, and we're going to hit you with that new new. We can hit you with that new new. We're gonna we're gonna go uh, check out Evil Dead Rise, and on that same day, we're gonna we're gonna hit that review for you and, and let you know what we think. Apparently, Farmer has not even watched the trailer for Evil Dead Rise, so nope. So he's going in blind. What? Uh, what? I can't remember. What is your thoughts on the Evil Dead franchise? I know you like the remake. That was a remake that you did actually like. Oh, I fucking love that remake. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, big fan of the remake. Love the first one. Hated the second one. I hate the second one too. God, that was that was another overrated pick of the week back in the day. Evil Dead Two. Yeah, and, uh, and then I was going through my uh, my vinyls, and then I saw that I had the soundtrack for Evil Dead Two signed by Bruce Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, looking like we're gonna hit you with that Evil Dead Rise. So make sure you tune in for that. And on that note, I have been Andrew Fay, aka is- who you call an ugly sperm breath, 
Uh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and this has been Brian Farmer. You, you know what to do, sir. Give him our yes. signature send-off. That's right. Well, it's been real. You've been great. Go fuck yourself. I had to drop Corey on him again. I had to drop Corey on him again. <laughs> but it's, it's the right best there. outro. <laughs> right? It 